In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. So how are those uh, New Year resolutions going, right? If you're like me and failed 20 times, it's okay this week. Um, and, and I bring this up because I think it's really, we can be really hard on ourselves, honestly, especially when we make these resolutions, when we're trying to change, when we're trying to, to do certain things in our life to be better, which is a beautiful thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes the devil can use that, right? We set these goals and we set these resolutions, and when we don't meet those goals, when we don't meet even the expectations that we have for ourselves, the devil can really come in and come into our thoughts and come into our hearts and our minds and really twist that. And we have to be careful of that. Be very careful of that. Because when, when we feel like we failed, when we feel like we're not living up to who we should be or, or what God is asking of us, it can be very easy to start beating ourselves up and to start looking down on ourselves and, and to think that we ourselves are failures. That's literally what the devil wants. Because when we're in that state, then there's no way, there's no way up for us. We just feel hopeless, we, we start despairing, and, and we start giving up on everything. But that's not the truth. And I think the worst thing of all of that is when we're in that state of, of being hard on ourselves and being difficult in ourselves, we forget a very important truth, and that's the love of God. It is so easy to forget how powerful and how real God's love is for us. And I bring that up because of these readings. That's kind of what I was receiving this week from these readings, is how God's love is real and God's love is present, and we cannot forget that. We can't forget that. No matter how big my sins are, how little my sins are, no matter how far I've gone from God, His love never changes. Yes, maybe the way I receive God's love can change, but His love, how much He loves, and the very fact that He loves will never change. St. Paul says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing. Nothing can separate us from His love. I always like to think about, even when I myself am in sin, right? When we are in sin, that God never turns away from us. God never, ever turns away from us. We might turn away from Him, but He never turns away from us. I love this, this first reading where, where God reveals Himself to Moses. Moses is one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament. Many of the books, the beginning books of the Old Testament are really from Him. And God is revealing Himself to Moses, and He's speaking to Moses from this burning bush, and he tells Moses some very important things. He says to Moses, I see my people's sufferings. He says, I know their sufferings. He says, I see my people who are oppressed. My heart burns for my people and I want to help them. I want to save them. I want to set them free. My brothers and sisters, yes, that may have happened thousands of years ago that God said that. But we need to remember that the Bible is the living Word of God, right? The Bible is the living Word of God. So that means when something is said in the Bible, it's not just historical words. It's not just God said this thousands of years ago and that's it. 
No, God is saying this today. God is saying this tonight, right now. Think about all of the things that we might be struggling with right now. Kind of going back to those resolutions. We make these resolutions, and it's very easy to kind of fail in those. And think about the very things that we might be struggling with, the very things that we are carrying, the things that are weighing heavy on our hearts. It's so easy in the midst of that to think that no one knows my suffering. No one understands my suffering. No one suffers like I suffer. But God himself is saying today, I know your suffering. I know what you're going through. And that's one part of the good news that God knows. The second part is he's come to set us free. You know, we, we do so many things in our, in our lives for self-care, right? So many different things for self-care, to kind of take care of ourselves, you know, different things to kind of let go of the toxins and the bad energies, right? And so many different things that, that we do, so many different practices to get rid of these things. And we forget that the mass... The Mass is literally the most powerful thing that I can go to that can set me free from everything that I'm going through. Think about that. When you come to Mass, when you are sitting in Mass, do not forget the power of God's love that is literally in this Mass. The power of His love that is literally right here on this altar. That when I come to Mass, there is so much power here. That this Mass is literally more powerful than an exorcism. Because that's how loving and that's how amazing God is. That when I come to this Mass, I can literally receive every single grace I need in order to be set free. But St. Paul says something so interesting. He says that in the last days will come days of great stress. In the last days will come days of great stress. I've never seen in my life more stressed out people than people today. And it's honestly crazy because when I look at young people, especially kids, the amount of homework these kids get in school is crazy to me. Okay, I don't remember doing homework when I was in school. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but the, I remember my sister, I'm 10 years older than my sister. And my sister, I, I remember when she would come home from school, she went to Marion. And when she would come home from school, I just remember her literally studying for like 10 hours until midnight. Because the world is trying to make us more stressful. That's the thing. We're trying to be the smartest. We're trying to be the greatest. We're trying to be the most powerful, the richest. And when we're trying to be the best in the eyes of the world, oh my Lord, we are setting ourselves up for days of great stress. Stress, stress, and stress. Because who are we trying to please? If we're trying to please other people, we're only going to stress ourselves out. And we wonder why Chaldeans have so many heart problems. It's not because of, you know, the dolma and the biryani. And it's because of stress. I just was thinking this week about how many Chaldeans have, have literally died in their sleep. How many Chaldeans have collapsed just out of nowhere. And then you wonder why. Like, why did that happen? Why did they just die suddenly? Because we stress ourselves out. And we as Chaldeans are literally stressing ourselves out to the point of death. Because we don't know how to trust God. 
We're so worried about pleasing everybody else, and we've forgotten that the only person we need to please is God. That's it. God is the only one who matters. God is the only person I need to please. And if I'm just living to please Him, everything else falls into place. I think another thing that St. Paul covers is he talks about how in the last days, men will become lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Think about that. Think about how many people today, even for us, right, we struggle with pleasure. We really want pleasure. Some of our own sins that we struggle with are because we desire pleasure. We just want pleasure and pleasure and pleasure, but our life is not made for pleasure. If I'm just living for pleasure, then I'm not receiving God's love because God's love is not always pleasurable. Sometimes God's love means the suffering and the cross. I experienced this personally in a very real way yesterday. I had a really long day and I came home around like 8.30 and my plan was to just pray in front of the Eucharist. I said, okay, you know, I'm going to come home. My plan is to sit in front of the Eucharist for 30 minutes and then I'm just going to rest the rest of the night. So I go up into my room. We have a beautiful chapel in our house. So before I went into the chapel, I went into my room to change because we don't sleep in these clothes. We have pajamas. <laughs> so I went to my room to change. And you know what happens when we go to our rooms, right? I just sat down. I didn't end up changing. I took my phone out and I started discovering these YouTube shorts, you know? <laughs> YouTube shorts are literally from the devil. I just have to say that out loud. <laughs> And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, mind you, I was already tired from the day, and I had this plan to sit in front of the Eucharist because I knew that's what I needed to do. But instead, I just sat in my room watching YouTube shorts for like 45 minutes, these useless videos. And after I was done, I realized that my heart, which was just like all over the place from the day, was not at peace. I didn't receive what I needed. And at that point, I was too tired even to go to the Lord, and I was too kind of messed up in the head, and so I just said, I couldn't do it. I just didn't have that drive, right? So I went to sleep later on, but when I woke up in the morning, something was still off. But what was different when I woke up this morning was I woke up craving Jesus. Right? I knew that I needed him so bad. So I ended up going downstairs to the chapel the first thing this morning, and I kid you not, everything that was on my heart was burned away completely, just from the power of his love and the power of the Eucharist. And we forget that sometimes, because we love to run to things that are pleasurable, to things that will let us release, right? And we forget how powerful it is when I just come before God. How powerful it is when I just come to sit before him, what he can do. You know, Moses is standing in front of a burning bush. The tabernacle is our burning bush. The Eucharist is that burning flame. And when I come before the Eucharist and I sit before the Eucharist, Jesus is burning with desire to set me free from everything that's in my heart. My brothers and sisters, the lesson we need to learn from these readings is God's love is so real and he wants to pour that out to us. But it's really in our hands to receive that.
And so let's not allow the stresses of the world to overtake us. Because if we're just stressing ourselves out, we're not going to receive anything. But anger and bitterness and hate and negativity. And God is saying, come to me. Come to me and let me burn away those desires and those feelings. And let me give you my love and set you free. Because that's what I've come to do. Amen.